Welcome to the third episode of Solid Rock. I am Nicole Blazik. Today is September 9th. The weather has cooled off. You can definitely feel fall in the air. I try to enjoy every moment of fall because it truly is such a short and beautiful season. And if you're like me, before you know it, we look around the corner knowing that winter is soon going to be here. I wanted to thank you all for joining me in this podcast journey. Wow, what a learning curve it's been. Thank you for bearing with me through alarms, barking dogs, children. Thank you for joining me as I'm learning how this whole podcast thing goes. Last week, I had my daughter with me, and she shared her journey of what it has been like dealing with and having diabetes. Thank you so much for your support for her and for our family, for your prayers. They have all been greatly appreciated. I'm really excited about today's podcast because it's Missions Day. Missions Day is the day that I will be focusing on different missions, how God is using them to advance the gospel and to be his hands and feet in tangible ways, locally, in the United States and around the world. Today, I'm going to talk about a mission that I'm very passionate about called Live Beyond Words. Live Beyond Words is a movement of putting faith into action in real, personal, personal and tangible ways through orphan care, outreach projects in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Ryan and I are blessed to be active board members in this mission. This mission is very near and dear to, my, to me and my husband's heart. Because as many of you know, we have adopted our son from the Democratic Republic of Congo. We have seen firsthand what life is like for millions of orphans in the DRC. Every time I see my son, I'm reminded of what and where he came from. All that he had endured and the many that, and the many that are still enduring life as an orphan. God commanded us, all believers to look after orphans and widows in their distress, James 1.27. This is what motivates us to be a part of this mission. Today, I'm very excited. I get to have my good friend, the president of Live Beyond Words, Tara Carlson, join us to share more about how God is moving through this mission. Tara does an excellent job leading and serving. Tara lives in Iowa. She is married to her husband, Austin, and they have two beautiful children that they have adopted from the Democratic Republic of Congo. As I was thinking about this podcast and as I was writing it, it was very surreal for me. I was thinking back to how God had brought the two of us together. We have quite the story. The bridge version is this. Just two Midwest women. We meet in the DRC while we're in the process of adopting our children. Later, Tara, I, and my youngest daughter moved to the DRC because of what is going on in the Congo with our children. We were not able to bring them home, so we went to go live with them. Leaving behind some of our family, our husband stayed home, some, two of my children stayed home too. Thank God, after, his, after for me 40 days, and Tara was a little bit longer than that, God miraculously brought us home to the, to the U.S. with our children. 
it is a really amazing and miraculous story of how God worked in such profound ways. But that will have to be for another podcast because the story is just too long and I want to make sure we dedicate all that time to that. So I would like you all to welcome with me my good friend, Tara, to the podcast. Welcome, Tara. Hey, Hey, Nicole. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. I am very, very, very excited to have you on this podcast with me. As, As you can tell, our story, wow, our story is quite surreal when we put it all together of how God brought you and I together. And now we both get to serve on this amazing board of Live Beyond Words. It is such a joy. I, it's an incredible God story. Only God could have brought us together in the way that he did all the intricate details. And mm-hmm. I just stand in awe of how he continues to allow us um, to work together for his glory. Amen. Well said, my friend. I couldn't say it better. That was the right word. I like all the intricate details. That's very true because there's, there's a lot of details in our story. There's a lot of details that could go on. and That could even be a book sometime. <laughs> right maybe we'll co-author a book together who knows what god has planned we'll see we'll see <laughs> all right friend here's here's something i'd like to know a little bit more about how did you get involved with Libby onwards so as i was traveling back and forth to congo throughout the adoption mm-hmm. process like you i saw mm-hmm. an incredible need and i just i couldn't ignore it mm-hmm. um, my heart broke And God just stirred me to step in long-term and care for the orphan in DR Congo. Um, The first time I set foot in an orphanage in Kinshasa, Mm -hmm. my entire life was changed. I, words and pictures just cannot capture what I experienced that day. Um, But God changed me for good. And as a follower of Jesus, I know that we are called to put faith in action. And um, this passage stirred on me then, and it still stirs me now. It's from James chapter two. Um, It says, what good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warm and filled without giving them the things they need for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. And that passage just, it stirred Mm -hmm. me then, and it continues to stir me now to act and to do. Um, And as Mm -hmm. God was preparing my heart to serve in Congo long-term, I met um, yet another adoptive mom who had the same heart to care for the orphan. And she founded Live Beyond Words and was just getting it off the ground. And so God stirred me to ask what I could do to help. Um, I wound up serving as the marketing and outreach director for a time, but very quickly in 2016, Uh, Her family became such that she could no longer lead, and God placed it heavy on my heart to step in and take over, and so I did, and I continue to praise God for such an awesome opportunity to lead this organization. Amen. That's all I can say is amen. All I can say, that that scripture alone is one that, oh, it, it stirs my heart so much, even hearing you read it again. That is so true. What 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 good is the person need we just walk right by and we don't do anything? Where is our faith? That is so true. We are called to move and have an action with our faith. Oh, I couldn't. That is just so well said. I totally agree with you. Thank you for sharing that, Tara. I have a question. 
And I was trying to be careful with my words because I was, as I said, I'm going to focus on different missions. And, um, but there was a word when I was writing and putting this together, it was a movement because I know that that is what Live Beyond Words is, is a movement. Could you expound a little bit more and tell us why it is a movement? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, our vision is really to stir action and change hearts, both in the U.S. and in the DR Congo. Uh, so we're based on the book of James, like we said, putting faith into action. And we really want people to see and understand the ordinary everyday people, you and me, Nicole, we can absolutely, we, Amen. we, we are, yes, mm-hmm. ordinary everyday people like us that we can make a difference. Um, I think so often places and people, they seem so far away and out of reach and it seems unattainable to make any real impact at an individual level when you think oh it's in Africa it's just so far away and we're boldly Mm -hmm. claiming that that's not true and that each and every person has something to bring and give in serving the orphan in Congo and so we're really here to connect resources and need and just to be clear there's resources and need in both countries physical and spiritual Mm -hmm. And um, connecting means both giving and receiving. And so that's what we really see as a movement. Amen. I, I think I think my main thing, I just got to say, that's all I can say is because I totally agree. He's so well said, my friend. So well said. That was perfectly said why it is called a movement. I love that so much and feel so connected with that in my spirit. And that, I mean, as Tara was saying, who are we? we? We were just talking about this the other day. I'm a, I'm a stay at home homeschool mama. Tara, I mean, is, is staying home with her kiddos and, you know, whatever the school system system might be, she will be maybe schooling them again. Or, and she also works with Libby on words, um, ministers to her church and in almost every capacity under the sun, she ministers and we, we are wives and daughters and we're just an average person. But I love that, that the everyday person, this is attainable, that we can plug in and be a part of this movement. I, I think that is a really huge piece that you touched on. I love that you said that. Thank you. Um, going into my next, you kind of touched on a little bit of it in some of the things we said. Why, and if you can just expound on a little bit more, why do you think it is important for the church in the U.S. to partner with this movement? So... I love that question even because I'm so passionate about the church. I love the church and it is a joy to be a part of it. And um, yeah, it's exciting for us to be able to offer such an opportunity to the church and the church, the church is biblically commanded to put faith in action and to care for the orphans specifically. And I so often hear that people within the church, and by church, I mean larger American church, not a single entity or building, uh, but that people within the church, they want to act, but they don't know how. And so our vision is to really connect the American church to DR Congo and vice versa. And I truly believe that God has given each of us spiritual gifts and talents and connections and resources, not for our own consumption, but to use for his glory. And so this is an opportunity for the church to do just that. And it's the church that God chose specifically to care for the orphan for a reason. 
And as you very well know, Nicole, the needs of children who mm-hmm. have been orphaned are far beyond mm-hmm. physical. Oh, so that's what we think mm-hmm. of right away. And yes, they mm-hmm. need food and water and clothing, but their true needs are far deeper. They need to know mm-hmm. Jesus and they need to know that they have a heavenly father who loves them. And they need to know that they are known and that they are loved. And this is the role of the church. And it's the church who is to take this truth to the nations and specifically for us to DR Congo. And um, additionally, I truly believe that the American church also has much to learn. And there is incredible opportunity for spiritual growth when we can humble ourselves and we can learn from our awesome partners in Congo as well. Oh, so good. Sorry. That was so good. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Well said. Well said. Oh, mm. I, I can't say anything better than I said. Well said. I, you've, you've hit on everything. It was excellent. Absolutely excellent. So I will go into my next question. All right. Tell me some of the projects that you have done through the movement Live Beyond Words and some of the projects that you are working on right now. So what's really great about Live Beyond Words is that we get to support what local leaders are doing to serve. So we don't establish our own programming in country, but rather we get to support the great work that the local leaders are already doing. So we have two awesome in-country partners We have one large orphanage that at any given time houses about 80 kids and hosts around 375 in the various schooling and training programs that they host for the community. Um, Our other partner runs three schools, has just purchased a house with a vision to take kids off the streets, and has also recently embarked on an agricultural project just outside the city um, with the vision to alleviate poverty. So our goal in terms of meeting physical need is to help create long-term and sustainable solutions. So for one partner, this has included building a school on site, installing a water well. um, And then we've also been able to fill the gap with some emergency food and medical care in times of exceptional need. Um, Other projects have included providing beds, mosquito nets, and school supplies through some awesome partners here stateside. And we are very excited to be launching an agricultural project with this partner where we are providing evaluation, training, and support for our partner orphanage to grow crops, not just for consumption, but for profit. So we had a couple of stateside church members who are agricultural experts who chose to use the skills that God had given them in order to set up our partner to make a profit in this way. Now, this profit that they make over the next few years can be used to pay care providers, teachers, um, and, you know, others who work at the orphanage, which is hit or miss now. A lot of these people are just giving of their time. Mm -hmm. Uh, This profit can also be used to pay for ongoing medical care and school supplies so when those gaps come up, they're prepared and they don't have to depend on outside support. Uh, we're also excited for our most recent project with our other in-country partner, where we're helping support the building of tiny houses on an agricultural plot just outside the city of Kinshasa, where we do most of our work. 
And this partner's amazing vision is to create community in one of the poorest parts of the city. So she will offer jobs in farming and eventually a school where children can learn while their parents work. The big picture goal in this is to break the cycle of poverty so that these families can stay together and children do not wind up being orphaned simply because of poverty. So it's a huge joy to be able to support her in this way. Um, And she's doing amazing work for the kingdom and shines the light of Jesus in an amazing way. And we just get to support and walk alongside her in this project and um, work a little bit big picture to also prevent children from being orphaned. Wow. That is a lot of amazing things. Even for me being on working with this, I just love to even hear all of that and just to see God's hand and how he has worked throughout the years through different projects and what he's doing. I think one of the main things that stands out to me is how Live Beyond Words works for the coming alongside of the partner. I love that we don't come in as a person from the U.S. with an agenda, our agenda. We come in and ask, what is your need and how can we partner with you? Mm -hmm. And, and, and then how to make them self-sustaining. So we are not continually giving out resources. We want them to be able to, and they want to, they want to stand on their own two feet and want to be able to provide and do the things they need to do for their, you know, the orphanage that they're working with or the school that they're building. They want to be able to provide that, that we can come alongside to help them do that is just a very beautiful picture for for us to not continue to just be like a handout person and for them to be able to say, yes, we did this. Now we can handle this ourselves. We got this off the ground. And I mean, with the help of a partner, but now we can, you know, meet the needs of our people or the children. I love that piece. It's yes. probably one of, one of, one of my most favorite. One. And I, I know <laughs> there's my... a lot of them, right. And I will add too that, you know, for our, our, our large partner orphanage, um, the goal, the first primary goal too, is to reunify if it's possible with their family. So we're, we're helping them, you know, work toward that too. But a lot of times it's just not possible. And so then when it's not possible, how can we holistically care for these children as we are biblically commanded? Um, in a sustainable and respectful way. Amen, friend. That's all I got to say. Amen. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. All right. Here's my next question. Um, more important, and I know you did touch on some of these things too, and you have that's been the theme. I mean, everything you've answered and every question, everything you've put on, there's been one main theme, the gospel of how has the gospel of Jesus Christ mm. been advanced in the yes, DRC? Primary concern. And um, as you know, Nicole, all of our needs in the U.S. and in the mm-hmm. DRC are first and foremost spiritual. They are spiritual. And so we Amen. seek to advance the gospel right alongside meeting these physical needs. Now, this looks different in every situation, just as it does in the U.S., but God continues to provide opportunity. So two unique examples I will give is that we currently have storytellers coming into our large partner orphanage, sharing the gospel and biblical stories verbally, as it's not always practical to access the written word or that we would expect that children know how to read. Um, 
so the storytellers, they work on projects and they're associated with Wycliffe Bible translators and they're translating scripture into the many languages that are found in DRC. And they're sharing verbally where it's difficult to share the written word. And so we are overjoyed that they wanted to partner with us in this way. And so the children are receiving this verbal storytelling. Um, it, yeah, I was there, you know, I was there in October when we did our first one and to just sit there and listen to them sharing these stories and to watch the kids respond. I watched it. I heard it. I felt it. And it was an incredible joy. They loved it. The kids were singing and dancing and they loved it. Um, it was amazing. Yes. And then, mm, no, you go. That's, I just go ahead, Tara. Go ahead. Well, I just, I just, I think that's, I just love that. So just what you touched on that the written wasn't, isn't, they might not know how to read. They might not be able to, if we get them a Bible, if we can get them a Bible, they might not be able to, somebody might not be able to read to them. So what could we do? We can work with this, with the circumstances and they can come in and verbally tell them a story that they can engage in, interact in, and that will really help the gospel and the, and the word of God come to life. I think that is just a beautiful adaptation to yes. what the circumstances. It it's beautiful. It was beautiful. It's a great watch. resource. Mm. Okay. Um, mm. A second, a second awesome example Go ahead. is um, actually one I'm going to ask you to share, Nicole, if you don't mind. And where, where you were able to share recently with a young boy named Delphin, who is near and dear Mm. to our hearts. Mm. Yes, Delphin. Mm. Um, We, one of our partners that we worked with that Tara has been talking about is a bigger or bigger orphanage. And uh, one of the people in charge shared a photo of, some of the new children that have come in, some are infants, some are different age children. And one was of this boy and he had this, his eye was protruding. I, that's the first thing you see. And he just had a look of sadness. His eye was protruding and my God broke my heart as soon as I saw his picture. And I knew that I was supposed, we were supposed to have some sort of connection. I don't know what. So as I was praying and asking the Lord, we were able to dialogue and use one of our other partners to translate for us to kind of find out medically what's going on. And um, we found out that he has uh, an advanced stage of cancer and it could be throughout his body. And um, we're just praying and how we can help him take care of his medical needs and all those other things to, um, you know, help take away the pain because it is so advanced and we're praying for God to heal him. But most importantly, God was burning on my heart was his salvation. Did, did he really truly know Jesus? And, um, by the grace of God, we were able to use our translator that we could meet with Delphin. I could meet with him over FaceTime and we could, um, be able to FaceTime together and I could be able to share the gospel message. And it was translated by our, um, wonderful partner, um, that translates for us. And he was able to share that what God had laid on my heart for him. And he was able to receive the Lord as his Lord and savior. And it, it was because it was just, the Lord wanted him to know how much he was known. This boy has come from a very hard life and he, he has had no messages really of love. And the father really wanted him to know how much he was loved and that he was seen. 
And that's how we feel for every single one of these children in DRC. Uh, they're seen, even though they feel like they're not, but they are seen by God. And so um, he received Jesus and Tara had a fabulous idea that, um, that we could in- offer to have somebody come in and read to him. And so he could learn the scriptures and he could learn more about Jesus and who he is and what he's done and what his life was like. And so we are having this man come in and encouragement to Delphin as we continue to pray for him with all of his heart circumstances. But yes, it was just a beautiful opportunity that the Lord gave us as a ministry to be able to do that. And um, yeah, I was really blessed to be able to be a part of it. Thanks so much for letting me share that. That was, that was, that was a really, a really special story to me. So thank you. Thank you. All right. So Tara, how can people find you? How can they partner with you? They're, they're intrigued. They would yes, like to plug we would in. Love I'm just like these gals. Uh, and encourage that. You can find us online at our website at livebeyondwords.org.org. And on there, you can just send us a message and let us know that you would like to connect. We would just love to hear how you can plug in and how you desire to plug in. Uh, we would also love to partner with your church. Uh, we've been really blessed by some fantastic church partnerships. And so your church can bless this ministry. And I assure you that your church will also very much be blessed in hearing the ways that God is working in DR Congo. I love that so much. That is awesome. That's a great way to get involved. And I encourage you to do that if God is stirring your heart to be a part of that ministry, any part, prayer, financial skills. However, there's many different facets to be able to be involved. So we would love to have you join us. Um, anything else, Tara? Anything else we that you'd like just, people to know? Um, are, I'm very thankful, first anything. of all, just that you asked me to come. And it's it's just such a joy to be able to share of what God is doing. It is all his work. It is not our own. And I am humbled every single day to be able to walk mm-hmm. in it. And so it's just such a joy to be able to share of what God is doing. And just one more time, encourage everyone to get involved in some way, big or small. Um, God will bless the work that you choose to do in his name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tara, so much for joining me today, for sharing your heart with us in the heart of Libyan words. May God continue to use you, lead you, guide you. May this movement continue to advance the gospel and minister to the hurting in the DRC. I appreciate you all joining me so much today. May we know the hope we have in Christ. May we know what Jesus has done for us by taking our sin upon himself, dying on the cross and rising again on the third day. It says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in me shall not perish, but have eternal life. May we put our hope and our trust in Jesus. I hope this podcast would be an encouragement To all of us, just like Tara said, be doers of the word and not just hearers, deceiving ourselves. May we live a life on mission of spreading the gospel and being the hands and feet of Jesus to our world. 
Please feel free to share the podcast with friends and family. The mission for this podcast is that many may come to know Christ and that it would be an encouragement in your walk. I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you. Thank you, Tara. Appreciate you.